When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. This is called Uncovering. Well, I finally found Rachel's audio file that everybody's been hunting for. Took me forever to get through all of her personal belongings that we have in storage. Unfortunately, it's a sad, sad story. Some of it's good, but you know how it is. We don't have any files. Shows the emotion, and the tragedy, and the pain, but that can't be helped. Anyway, here it is. This is Rachel Cohen, and I'm starting an audio diary of all the things that are going to transpire. I'm listening to my favorite radio station, 92.5 KOMA, out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Helps to keep my thoughts where they need to be. Let's see. It's 9.18 in the morning on um, Friday, June 15, 2018. I was hired on June 1st, 2018 by Lockheed Martin in Lawton, Oklahoma as their International Space Station Telemetry Coordinator for SpaceX. I have to go back a little to tell you where this all came from. I got a memo from Mr. Marietta back in 1996 that there had been a split from Lockheed Martin, that they were now a separate entity as the Martin Marietta Materials Independent Company. Well, on May 3rd of this year, I was contracted to Lockheed Martin with a start date of June 1st, 2018. They didn't give me much time to pack up and get moved from Raleigh, North Carolina to Lawton, Oklahoma, though. God, what have I gotten myself into? Poor Ephraim. He's still in North Carolina getting the household and all our household goods moved here. I was really surprised at the household in only 20 days. I've rented a room at the La Quinta Inn for my cat and me, Mr. Whiskers. It's pretty close to the job site. I wouldn't have thought such a podunk town would be so civilized and tons of landmarks. My skewed vision of Oklahoma sure got a serious upgrade. Saturday, June 23rd, 2018. Uh, hang on, I gotta turn my music down a little bit. It was a little loud last time. There we go. I've gone out to the Wichita Mountain Wildlife Refuge and Park to see the Holy City, as it's called, and to watch one of their plays. It was quite the event of the evening. It really wasn't that hot out at 95 degrees with a slight wind that helped to cool the air around me. So the whole experience was quite pleasant. Unfortunately, I could only watch about one quarter of the play before it was announced that a severe thunderstorm was due to hit. So I'm sitting here in my hotel room recording this watching as the clouds and storm waltzes into the town. You know, this town literally shuts down around 8 o'clock at night or so. 
I think I'm going to go eat at the KC Seafood and Wings restaurant. The front desk recommended it, so I think I'm going to go try it. Saturday, June 30th, 2018. I'm so excited. Ephraim will be here by Wednesday. He's had all our household items put into temporary storage hold until we can find a house here to either buy or rent. I'd rather rent for now. He doesn't like that idea, but we will talk about it when he gets here. Daddy's coming home, Mr. Whiskers. Are you excited as I am? Oh, well, dumb cat just looks at me and purrs. Wednesday, July 4th, 2018. Happy 4th of July. Ephraim just called and said he's in Tuttle, Oklahoma, about an hour out. I had to look that one up on the map. It looks to be a rather small town. What is it with this state and football? You'd think it was the queen of royalty the way they carry on about a stupid egg-shaped ball being carried on a field. I don't get into sports, obviously. Monday, July 16, 2018. I was just informed that I've been made into the congressional liaison for Lockheed Martin. As I sit here looking at my pawn, as I call it, thinking of all that the job entails, it's quite daunting. I think back to when I met Efren for the first time in January of this year. It was love at first sight for both of us. He'd only been in the United States since 2016. He'd, re he'd relocated from Israel and had become a citizen of the United States. He was an established professor of electrical and electronics engineering. He had accepted a teaching slot at Cameron University when all this move started to Oklahoma. We were fortunate that he had a position open for him on their Board of Governors as well. Monday, January 5th, 2021. It's been a long time since my last audio entry, but it couldn't be helped. There's been so much going on since I last posted out here. President Biden has his hands full. The last president is still not wanting to concede his lost election. His entire, his entire family, it seems, is under scrutiny by either the FBI, CIA, or some other major entity for his taxes, election fraud, and tons of other stuff. It's almost like Andrew Johnson's claims when he lost to the President Grant. Well, enough of that. Lockheed Martin has expanded its global presence this year. Switzerland and Finland have selected our F-35 fighter program. Denmark and the Royal Netherlands have become the 8th and 9th nations to declare that their F-35 fleet is ready for initial operation capability. The countries know their operational dis demonstrations as advancing their 21st century battle space. You can read about this news in PR Newswire. I had to go look this up on the internet so I could get all the details correct. It's almost alarming to see what all was going on. And the weather! Wow, first it was freezing rain, then a ton of snow that has left us in the dark with no electricity. Thankfully, Ephraim bought a huge generator to get us back on for heat and some of the normal daily activities. The Southwest Rural Electric Association said that they're working 24-7 to restore their customer base power. Well, I'm going to stop this here. My iPhone says it's almost out of a charge. Wednesday, April 4, 2024. There are noticeable disruptions in the Gulf Stream. There have been ice sheets in Antarctica that are literally collapsing into the sea. 
The scientists are saying that we are rising in temperature each year by eight-tenths since the 1890s. But since 1970, it has gotten closer to a full tenth of a degree each year. Efren says we got to deal with what's coming. He doesn't care if it's man-made or natural. We have to act if we don't want to lose half the planet's population when the volcanoes join in the fun. I know that Ephraim has told me there have been a ton of roundtable talks. He says it's all because the universities and scientists worldwide can't get the governments to act. Ephraim is so frustrated with OU, OSU, and KSU. They were the last ones to join in the discussions. I'm not sure what's going on with this mess. I've been so caught up in the space station and the pharmaceuticals that I haven't been able to keep up except for what I read about in the news. I have found that reading the news is far more informative than listening to a news broadcast that leaves out half the critical information. There are a few television stations that I flat refuse to listen to. This is starting to scare me. I want to know everything that Ephraim's into, but he's in a top secret security clearance. I just have to wait and see what happens next. Sunday, July 13, 2025. I'm in tears and devastated. There was an announcement on NOAA alert system that the Yellowstone funerals and all, all around the park start spewing steam and poisonous gases as high as 40 feet. The officials reported that people were dying from the gases and the park had, had to be evacuated. No toll amount yet on the victims. According to the story, the park was full of tourists and children. Many of the park's wildlife has perished as a result as well. Thursday, July 17th, 2025. Oh my God, it's raining gray mud. I've only seen this one other time when I was vacationing in Okinawa, Japan. The mud is a slurry of water and volcanic pyroclastic ash. There's Noah going off again. I'll be right back. Gotta go listen to the alert. Friday, July 18th, 2025. NASA just announced that they are going to drill down to the magma chamber so that Yellowstone doesn't explode completely. This is like something you'd see on that movie called The Core. Idiots! They are going to get a bunch of people hurt, or worse, killed. I'm trying to stay positive, but the emotional ro roller coaster is just horrific. Saturday, July 19th, 2025. President Biden just spoke on national TV. The broadcast interrupted all the stations in the U.S. The 16 crews loaned to NASA by ExxonMobil to drill pressure relief shafts are all dead. When the first magma pocket was reached, the influx of oxygen triggered all 16 holes, killing everyone in an instant with flooding magma through the caldera. Basically, 136 miles of land they had asked Ephraim to go, but he refused a fool's mission. Wednesday, July 23rd, 2025. Just got news that my brother and sister-in-law were on their way to Greece when they were diverted to Santorini off of, off of Greece's coastline. The life of a volcanologist is never dull. Scientists are flocking to New Mexico to the supervolcano Valles of Caldera. Don't these idiots know that with it being two times the size of Yellowstone, they are in extreme danger? Wednesday, August 6th, 2025. 
Washington, D.C. has me on a plane so I can represent Lockheed Martin in the talks of 16 proposed freeholds as put forth by the United Nations. What on earth is going on and what is a freehold? Thursday, August 7, 2025. My counterpart, Craig Computers, and I are putting together a proposal for a 17th freehold. As I understand it, the freeholds will be a place for people worldwide to weather the coming cataclysm. My only thought on this is now they act? Really? Climate change is flooding our cities. The Mississippi is now three miles wide and stretches all the way to Minneapolis. The ice caps, or poles, are melting at a rate that we will lose New York City in less than two years. Why couldn't we have acted sooner? I find that my hand reaches down to pet Mr. Whisker's daughter, Yoki-sama, for reassurance. I feel a pang of sadness with the thought that Mr. Whiskers passed away a few years back. Saturday, August 9, 2025. The UN General Assembly and Congress of the U.S. have asked myself and five other members from the UN Delegation Council to develop an internal system government going into the freeholds. Monday, 11 August 2025. Here is the proposed hierarchy of the freehold government system. 1. Federation Council consists of one member from the Elders Councilor for each of the freeholds. 2. Each freehold to be governed by its own elected Elders Council. They're responsible for the daily grind of the freeholds. 3. It's reason important. I fought hard to keep the judicial and historical journalistic education functions separate and outside of politics. We took the arbiter and scribe's duties straight from the Old Testament of the Bible. Even the Muslims are on board, and that's saying something. Friday, November 28, 2025. It's been decided that the sites have been chosen for each freehold based on Einstein's theory of special relativity. Don't give me a line, I don't know the math behind it, but they are very secretive on this one. Friday, 18 December 2025. This is a sad day indeed. Ephraim's brother, wife, and their children died fleeing the massive volcano eruption in Santorini, Greece. He's devastated. He moved immediately to action by taking charge of the engineering effort for a freehold. They confirmed a start date of December 21st, 2025, with a completion date estimated about 2032. That includes the inside completion of our freehold. The legislature has not settled on a name for our freehold yet. So far, Ephraim refers to it as Freehold 2. At least they decided that Mount Scott at the Wichita Mountain Wildlife Refuge is where our Freehold 2 will be. Saturday, 19 December 2025. The cloud cover is at 41% because of erupting volcanoes. The Pacific Northwest is underwater, surrounding what is called the Ring of Fire. At this point, Puget Sound no longer exists. Its cities are just gone. Ephraim says that the government wants everyone that's chosen moved into the freeholds by the end of 2031. What happens to those left outside? I'm aghast at the thought of what they will endure.
Friday, October 31st, 2031. The measured cloud cover is at 100%. The temperature has plummeted to an average day high of the mid-30s and dropping lower each day by at least 5 degrees as the ice caps refreeze. Monday, June 26, 2032. I'm so tired. I had a miscarriage today. Ephraim rushed me to the hospital unit on level 10 because of the amount of blood I was losing. I didn't even know I was three months pregnant. I'd been having mood swings that were erratic, but I never associated them being pregnant. They said it was a little girl. I'm so thankful we were in the freehold. Efren asked me to come back to myself and help him to design our dwelling on level two with the 2100 square feet of living space. We are one of four apartments with a window set deep into the mountainside. It looks down on Lake Latonka Basin. It's so serene. The postpartum depression is pretty severe, but I can get through this by keeping my mind on building our home. Thursday, 6th of September, 2035. Welcome to the world, Jeremiah Isaiah Cohen. He was a whopping 12 pounds, 4 ounces, and 20 inches long. Ephraim is besotted with his fingers and toes. It's extremely touching watching him hold our son and talking to him in engineering terms. I giggle to myself thinking this baby has no chance at choosing his own career in the future. Granted, this was no ordinary pregnancy after I miscarried last time. The only way I could have a baby was through in vitro fertilization. A very, very painful process, but well worth it. The only negative side is there will be no more children. The cesarean the doctors performed on me also showed my uterus was damaged as a result of the pregnancy. Jeremiah, or Jeff, Jerry as Ephraim calls him, will be spoiled rotten by the time he's in his teens. That's worth it, considering. Years 2065. Jeremiah married Hazel Lieb Averill. Year 2067. The birth of twins to Jeremiah. There was a boy, Stephen, and a girl, Sarah. The year is 24, excuse me, try that again. The year is 2074. Note number one. It's the start of the interchange of students through the scribe's passage. Note number two. Ephraim Cohen disappeared while going through the scribe's passage. He was diagnosed with colon cancer, stage four aggressive, earlier this month. This will be my last entry to this audio file. I'm getting too old to remember all the sad times we have faced. This is Rachel Cohen signing off, June 15th, 2074. January 5th, 2089. This is Jeremiah Cohen recording to tell you that Rachel Cohen passed away today at the age of 84 years old. She died of natural causes. As per her request to note this in the recording, she wanted to be cremated and her ashes used as mortar so that she would always be part of Freehold 3. Jeremiah Cohen signing off.
Hi, my name is Tracy Babian, co-author of the Carlson Chronicles podcast. My husband, J.A. Babian, the main author, had a triple stroke in the latter part of August of this year. Jerry was lifelighted to Tulsa, Oklahoma, with a brain bleed that the doctors thought they were going to have to do surgery on him, which surely would have killed him. Thank the Lord they didn't. He survived that brain bleed and swelling, but he is in need of so much for his recovery. I have started a GoFundMe to help with all the costs that I just don't have. I retired back in April of this year so that I could take care of Jerry, as he was starting to show signs then that I just didn't catch. Little did I know this would be a blessing in disguise. He is fighting this setback of memory loss and 75% use of his right leg, arm, along with his cognitive speech. Considering the doctor said he would not make it, I consider him to be a miracle. Medicare has only granted 12 visits of physical and speech therapy twice a week. He needs at least six months worth of speech therapy alone. That is a total of $4,000 we need to pay up front that I just don't have. So far, we have had $775 in donations of the 10000 we need come in. Please donate today so that he can get his needed medication, therapy, and also help pay bills that Medicare just will not cover, even if it's only $5. I update this account so folks can see his progress. You can go to my Facebook account, Tracy Babian VO, to find the pinned link with the title Jerry Babian Stroke Victim Needs. Jerry says, thank you. I still have a lot to write on my stories that I want to get done. Please help me to achieve that goal. Thank you in advance for your donation. Tracy Babian